All right. Well, here we are. Welcome into the first live ever after school podcast. Um, my name is Mr. Warnock, and with me, as always, is going to be <laughs> Mrs. Glenn. <laughs> so we have no idea what we're doing. We None have at all. That it would like to fun, <laughs> and that it could be kind of encouraging to just kind of invite people in yeah. to do the thing, and yeah. who knows what's going to happen. You know, and maybe kind of share some just real experiences that we have, and. Keep it real. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, what, if we do get this going, and as fun mm-hmm. as it can be in sound, stuff like this really has an opportunity to benefit a lot of people. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So, I, whether it's even just us on campus or whether it's somebody else way over, who knows? Mm-hmm. If but, nothing else, you know, I, I feel a little bit of uh, gratification that... We're showing a different side. I feel like so often nowadays, all you see about teachers in the media is like on lives of TikTok or, you know, these really crazy people doing stuff that right. most teachers aren't really like that. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. There is the stigmata that we're, we're babysitters. And uh-huh. We're, we're, yep. that, we're overpaid so. and we, you know. Right, that there's nothing going on. Yeah. So. We, we only work seven hours a day and we get summers <laughs> off. And <laughs> yeah, when was the last time you worked a seven hour day? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that, I haven't worked. The last time I worked a seven hour day is when uh-huh. I didn't have this Yeah, job. when you weren't a teacher. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because it doesn't matter. I mean, you're, you're home and you're spending a couple hours. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, and I know, like, I think you and I are usually two of the last people to leave. And, you know, it's... it's and this is the first show. Yeah. So and it's not like we're just sitting down here doing it. No, no. Right? I know. Right. We're, we're not even doing this. We're, right. we're actually just working. We're just but, working. yeah. You know, we're, we're <laughs> off in here till 5 o'clock at night. And the kids leave at 2.45. Yeah, so. so and, and here it is an hour. And we're just now getting to start this. Right. So... Yeah. I mean, that's... If there's one goal, it could be to kind of at least broaden the the mindset mm-hmm. of, I don't know, the mm-hmm. public, I guess it would yeah. be, or just parents in general. I don't know. Who knows? And sometimes, you know, we can talk about, we can see where it takes us to, you know, different topics come up or sharing cool stuff we're doing or, you know, and there's, there's always... Um, Plenty of funny stories oh, yeah. as well, <laughs> things that go uh, on during the day. What was the one that Miss Bridgewater had today? Her, her student didn't know how to spell their last name? Yes, yeah. Was that yeah. today or was that yesterday? Uh, I think it was yesterday, but yeah, I remember she, uh, she texted us and was like, one of my students just asked, him, asked me how to spell his last name again. Yeah, this is fifth grade, <laughs> fifth everybody. Grade. Fifth These kids grade. are 10. They're 10 years old, <laughs> and I've got some students that are flying through long division right now. Yes. And others that can't do single-digit multiplication yet. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. As the graders. The multiplication facts problem is real. Oh, yeah. It's, it's huge. It's crazy. It's really huge. In fact, I feel like I need to go back a step, and I need to slow down on progressing them. Mm-hmm. And I need to make sure that they have that concrete. Yeah. Three times two is six. Eight times seven is Absolutely. 56. Nine times seven is 63. Yeah. Know, just get it out. Oh, yeah. So... I, I even had, I, this is a great story. I don't know if I've told you this story before. I okay. used to work at the Marine base out in Barstow, California. Okay. For, for, our, for our listening audience, yes. of course, you know. We are in Southern California. We're Southern California. Your very own. Yes. Um, but we're in the rural desert part that people don't know exists. Yeah, we're the, sh- the crappy part. Yeah, <laughs> I almost said shitty. I might, I might as well say shitty. Yeah, we're halfway between L.A. and <laughs> Vegas, if you're not familiar with the area. Right. Um, but I, so I'm telling these guys, I used to work at a warehouse making, I was in inventory and management and everything. And while I was in inventory, I was making well over 20 bucks an hour, pretty good. The nice. other warehouse workers were making 15. I had a guy, can't remember his name now. He comes to me and says, hey, why, why do you guys make so much more money than we do? You, mm-hmm. know, you make like $7 more an hour than we do. And yeah. I, well, 
look, what kind of math do you do all day? He goes, I don't know. I said, well, there's part of your problem. You don't even know that you do math all day. Mm-hmm. And he was a friend, and so I could talk to him like this. Right. You know? um, and he goes, but I, so I go, think about it. What kind of math do you do when you take your ore recorder and you've got to go to the location and pull six bolts out of that location and put them in a bag and send them off? What kind of math are you doing? He goes, I don't know. And I went, well, that's adding, right? Because you're, <laughs> <'cause> you're, <laughs> you're taking your one bolt, two bolt, three bolt, four bolt, five bolt, six bolt. Right. And you're sending them off. And I go, to be fair, that's second grade math, dude. Yeah. Do you really think the United States government wants to pay anybody more than $15 an hour for second grade math? Math runs the world. The better yes. math you know. Oh, for sure. The greater jobs you have access to getting. Oh, yeah. Knows that, right? Yeah. So then he looks at me and he goes, well, you're, you're in inventory. You make, you make like 24 bucks an hour. What, what kind of math do you do all day? And I said, well, we got to go out and we got to count everything on location, not just the six that are getting sent out. So I'm going to walk up to a pallet of 100 boxes of 100, and, and mm-hmm. I know that I'm looking at 10,000 bolts right here. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, what kind of math is that? That's I said, that's, I said, that's <laughs> multiplication. That's fourth grade math, sir. <laughs> he had the greatest smile on the lap. He goes, man, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> hey, that extra one year. Hey. <laughs> makes a difference. It really does, man. I mean, $7 an hour difference just in that area. Mm-hmm. It's, right. But so I mean, one you, of the things we're trying to push on these kids is. For sure. You know, well, and like you really touched on something important too that, you know, you said math rules the world. I mean. So often, I mean, we hear from these kids all the time. When am I ever going to learn, you know, need this? Why do I need to learn this? This is stupid. Exactly. And, you know, and I've, I've heard the kids give me the argument, too, of why do I need to know this math? I'm just going to, you know, grow up and hang sheetrock with my dad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, first mm-hmm. of all, mm-hmm. it's not just because a trade is a worthy, oh, you know, a career. Yeah. For sure. And I said, and also, you think those guys don't do math? Like, I mean... Yeah, yeah, you yeah. you may not be doing what we're exactly learning right now, but um, you've got to know your geometry. You've got to be able to make quick calculations. You've got to be able to look at a ruler and know the little hash yeah. marks on there. Yeah, you got to be able to read it. I mean, you got to know your angles. You've got to know all this different stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, my husband's a mechanic, and he he always you know makes jokes and stuff about because he didn't do well in school. He he didn't enjoy school like a lot of a lot of kids. Um, but then he he grew up to be a a mechanic and he went to UTI which is a really mm, well yeah. yeah very prestigious uh, mechanical school yeah yeah um, you know and it was kind of funny because he, he would kind of joke about oh yeah you know I didn't want to go to school so I wouldn't have to do this you know math and that kind of stuff and it's like jokes on me I mean right. I do math all day long yeah. every day yeah. you know because not only in like fixing things but also he loves to fabricate so I mean if you've got to mm. create something from scratch you got to know your angles you got to oh, know yeah which way it's going to pitch. And I mean, the way he talks about stuff and I, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty competent in math. I always have been. And he'll, he'll go off talking about some of his stuff. And I just, my eyes cross. I'm like, I, and, and you do that in your head. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I had a, I had a student today. We were talking about having it in your head and, and, and just the, the workload like that. I had a student today ask me, um, what did he ask me? Shoot. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. It's Friday afternoon, it's Friday guys. Afternoon. <laughs> Book club should be starting here soon. Yes, very soon. But uh, yeah, if uh, you know, if you know, if you don't know a teacher or have one in your life, and 
outside of school hours, they can't string together sentences. Just no, it's it's a common thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's nuts. I, I I can't. You know, before I was the teacher, um, I could at least get to the other room before I couldn't remember. Before you forgot what you were what there I for. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. I can't get down the hallway. Oh yeah. That's not even a joke. No, <laughs> no, and I'll seriously be in the middle of telling somebody something and completely blank on what just I like was I saying. Yeah, it was just like I, I don't even remember what I was talking about. I oh. I give up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so hard. It's so hard. Um, so one of the other things that we I think we talked about wanting this podcast or a different podcast to be mm-hmm. was not just the fun stories and the good stories. Yeah. Well, not, and I say fun meaning good. Right. But I think I also mean like the stories. Did I ever tell you the one? Here's here's one for you the, for our live studio audience. Of zero, <laughs> zero. Um, a couple weeks back, or no, last week, maybe a couple weeks back, I. We've been doing a visual dictionary, okay? Kids haven't really taken to it yet. Okay. Um, but they are putting in the information, right? So the end of the, the, end of the day the other day, I... Uh, the end of the end of the other day. Yeah. I you also know. teach language arts. Yeah. Um, yeah. We speak really good English. Yeah. <laughs> Spoke it good tomorrow, too. Right? Um, <laughs> now I lost my place again. <laughs> That's crazy. So the end of the day. The end of the day came, mm-hmm. and there's a couple of them, thank you, a couple of mm-hmm. them were being a little rowdy, right? Okay. And so I decided to, to use the word unbecoming. Yes. Right? This is very unbecoming. Did I tell you this story? You did. It's hilarious. So I asked one of the kids to go and spell it on the board. <laughs> Big mistake when introducing yes. new words. Big she, mistake. Yeah. I looked up, and this kid goes, Mr. Warnock, does this look all right? No, it doesn't. I couldn't say that. I couldn't say it. The word had been spelt B-U-C-U-M-M-I-N-G. Yeah. So I saw it from the back of the room, and I laughed, I chuckled, and I made it straight line for the, the chalkboard to stand in front of it. Meanwhile, on the other side, I wrote the correct way to spell it. And I just there you go. It. And then when everybody left, I took a picture so that I could share with all my teacher friends. <coughs> it was fantastic. Well, and it, you know, it made me laugh because... Um, Thomas, this is your second year teaching, yeah. right? All right. This is my 16th. Yeah. So I've, I've been around for a little bit. Right. But, um, you know, we always kind of remember some of those rookie mistakes. And not that only rookies make them, but I think that's just when it sticks out in your memory. So uh, this is my sixth year at this school. I have kind of an odd work history. Um, but anyway, and my first year here, I had a sixth grade class, but I was self-contained. So I, I was okay. with these little guys all, all day. And um, they were, whew, they were something. But uh, I was, it was, I'd been out of the classroom for eight years working for um, an independent study charter school. Mm-hmm. And so this was my first year back in the classroom. So it, you know, it'd been a little bit. Um, but, you know, I knew how to do it and everything. And I'll just never forget uh, the kids, they kept, when they were lined up outside of the classroom, they kept bouncing their basketballs and stuff when they were in line. Okay. And it was, it's loud, it's annoying, and of oh, course, yeah. they always lose control of the ball right. and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Go get it and and so, right, and we're headed on our way out to recess, and I just, without thinking it through, that these are sixth graders, and you talk to them very differently than, than littles. Um, and I said, gentlemen, hold your balls while you're in line, please. And the second those words left my mouth, it was like, oh, you like try to like get them and put them back, but it was too late. So you were trying to get the ball words back in your mouth? 
<laughs> I was just trying to take the words back, not the balls. Right, right, yeah, right. yeah. But, <laughs> and it was just like, I, you know, and a couple of the kids giggled because they got it sure. in sixth grade. They get sure. that. Um, and I just, I tried so hard to keep a straight face because I kind of chuckled a little oh, bit yeah. to myself going, oh my gosh, what? You know, have you ever watched the show uh, Archer? Yeah, so it's like freezing, freezing, you know. So um, I was like, oh my gosh. And of course, uh, one of our coworkers, Mrs. Bioka, um, was in the classroom next to mine and heard me say it and just lost it. I mean, yeah. she was just like, that was amazing. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's a great story. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes the kids do stuff, sometimes we do stuff, and it's just like, oh my goodness. Well, and, and, and look at the, and I'm sure that in your experience, because I've already mm -hmm. experienced what I'm about to say. Where you have those, mm -hmm. those moments that are yes. mm, unbecoming. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, but then you have the moments where you are totally on top of your game, mm -hmm. and they don't get it. Mm -hmm. And you can get away with almost murder. Oh, yeah. I shared this with our principal, studio audience. <laughs> um, and I, don't, I still don't know if I should have, but she laughed and she loved it. So, you know, I figured fair game. Yeah. I was teaching... Uh, uh, Roman history yesterday, ancient Rome, or yes, or not yesterday, but last year. Uh -huh. And I, in, in that field of study, we learned that as we were talking about the government and stuff, that the, the governments used to have something called an effort, right? And the effort <laughs> is, <laughs> so you've heard this story, I've already told you the story. Uh, it's spelled E-F-F-E-R, and the effort's job was to make sure that all the regional representatives and the senators were on point, on time, and they weren't getting distracted, and they were doing their thing, right? They had to be diligent efforts. Diligent efforts. <laughs> That's exactly what I asked for <laughs> that day in class as I made each and every table uh, its own little Roman government and representative. And then I Excellent. So the next thing mm -hmm. I did was, all right, now that we've got that set up, I need an effort at every table that's going to report back to me with all of their effort business. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And it just kept snowballing. I need an oh, yeah. effort over here. Who's my effort at this table? Do I have an effort here? I need you to come meet with me. Effort, let's go. <laughs> Got a classroom full of efforts. Exactly. It felt like that, that space ball. Thing, right, right. You know? I'm surrounded by assholes. Yeah. <laughs> You're surrounded by efforts. <laughs> looking at now. Everything that happens now is happening. I right. pulled that on the students the other day. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? And I went, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cultured. Right. I think I heard a rumor that um, I think it's Tesla has like a mode or whatever where it'll go plaid. <laughs> I'm like, that's amazing. Past ludicrous. Just yes, we went plaid. plaid. Yes. Awesome. I'm like, that is fantastic. That's so that's another thing. Um, studio audience is that Thomas and I both. Um, let's see. We, we love to just quote movies oh, randomly. Um, yeah. it doesn't take much to get me to just burst into Psalm. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I hear something that sounds like a lyric, I'm singing the Psalm. You know what um, I the other yeah. day, not to, get, not to interrupt you, and I apologize. Yeah, no, but no, it, no. It, it, I'm losing my memory these days. So, <laughs> um, I had my students walking in a line the other day to the lunchroom, mm -hmm. right? And at one point I turned around and I'm walking backwards now and I'm trying to make sure that they're staying in kind a line. Kind of in a line, yeah. So I started breaking out into song. Sweet. Stay in a line, stay in a line. Uh, 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 staying alive. I love it. I love it. <laughs> they all just kept walking and like. They looked confused. They, you know what I've been oh. getting lately from my students hmm. is that, Mr. Warnock, you don't, you're not a normal teacher, <laughs> are you? 
I don't know that there is a normal teacher. You know, I, I don't think that there's such a thing. I appreciate that, yes. but I, I often wonder myself because <laughs> I'm surrounded by seasoned people that know what they're doing. And even Miss Bridgewater, who was, mm-hmm. under, who was your apprentice. Yeah, last she was year. my student teacher last year. Yeah. Student teacher, that's not a thing I'm getting. Right. You, know? you, didn't, so, you didn't have that opportunity. Right. Yeah. So I feel very <laughs> figuring it out. You know? Oh, I'm yeah. Very, For I'm sure. very probably not the model. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I am really loose, and I probably am way too, not friendly with the students or anything like that, but I'm mm-hmm. very, I feel like I'm more chill than I do. Yeah, you're more of a laid back, yeah. 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 And that, that does bite me in the butt. Yeah, sometimes it, really it can, for it sure. Really I know um, my first year here, yeah, back in the classroom, I felt like ugh, I was a little bit too laid back, like, and I kind of reined it in a little bit more the next year because... Um, especially if you start off the year that way, because, you know, the kids just get worse throughout the year yeah. um, as far as behavior and volume. Oh. <laughs> I wish some of them had a volume control. Um, What's crazy to me is that they don't understand that when you have one person that's already mid-sentence, you can't come up here and say, Mr. Warnock, blah, 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 Oh, seriously. I'm like, wait a minute. Seriously. Now there's a line for me. I can't yeah. sit down for two seconds to talk one on one with a kid right. without already being interrupted. Right. It's, okay, well, if you get given me the five minutes that I wanted mm-hmm. to explain the whole thing, mm-hmm. well, yeah. I think something it's else, hard. I think something else too to talk about is um, just how, how different like the last few years have been too and the things we're seeing because, um, you know, I was talking with another uh, colleague of ours and she was saying that she saw uh, an interesting interview with a panel of educators and just talking about the kinds of things that we experienced last year were experienced like across the nation as far as the behavior issues, right. the, um, the, the learning loss, the, all that kind of stuff from the um, COVID loss. I don't even know what to call it, but you know, um, it just really, really affected these kids and it affected us and our jobs, yeah. obviously. And so I feel like this year, um, I'm finally, I feel like I'm finally able to like teach again. Whereas last year it was like trying to re-civilize these little human beings yeah. because they had like gone feral, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like, okay, we're back in a classroom now. Yeah, we don't need to read the book wild beast anymore. It's here. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would seriously be in front of the class, you know, not lecturing, but you know, instructing yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And literally, a kid would just get up and walk and stand right in front of me and start asking me something. It's like, That's do, do, what you, I do, do you see what I'm doing yeah. here right now? Like, and I ask him just like that. Yeah. I am kind of sarcastic. Yeah. I'm like, because it, they're going to get into the real world. If they don't get sarcasm at home, somebody's going to give it to them. They're not going to know what to do. <laughs> So I might as well teach them something if they're not going to let me teach what I'm supposed to teach. Well, and that's part of the reason that I enjoy (laughs) teaching slightly older kids because they get the sarcasm. Yes. And they don't. And they know that they're not going to get butt hurt about it. Yes. They don't get all butt hurt about it. Yeah. Unless you've got the kid that's going to twist your words no matter what. Then in which case. Yep. 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 Yeah. It's it's unlike any job or any work that I have ever done in my life. Oh, what I was thinking about too was as far as like with last year was you were saying, you know, how the kids will like talk to you and like another kid will come up. Well, last year when they were still wearing masks, I couldn't get kids to understand that one, I can't hear you, period. Right. Like, and then when you turn your head away from me when you're talking, I really can't hear you. (laughs) And I would keep asking a kid to repeat something and they would keep doing it over and over. I was like, stop turning your head. I can't hear you. Yeah. I know, see, and I have a, a student like that, too. And now, because she, it, it's almost identical, the mask wearing, the whole thing. Okay. And, which is fine. You're going to wear right, right. That's her choice. That's fine. Yeah. 
Um, she, she, now she just, because I have the hardest time hearing her. Yeah. She's very quiet. Yeah. The class is pretty loud. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm learning to cope with some of the noise to let them have a little bit more freedom, but I'm not uh-huh. going above one. Right. Or trying to. Yeah. But this girl came up to me the other day, and she's right in my grill starting to ask me questions because uh-huh. she knows I can't hear her. Right. And so I'm like, okay, I'll let that one go. I'm going to go ahead and do that because I'd rather just hear you once Yeah. let you go back. Right. You know? It's, I read... I think I was telling Ms. Um, our colleague, Ms. Bielka, this, and I think you and I have talked about it, that a teacher can make close to 10,000 decisions in a, in a day, yeah. which is more than a surgeon. Yeah, they say that teachers actually in a day make more second-to-second decisions than brain surgeons, which is just mind-boggling to me. Well, and it makes sense as to why I'm so tired. Yeah, and that's, and that's the real thing, too. Like, I know I go home, um, as I shared, my husband's a mechanic. He yeah. works for the fire department. He works a very physical physically yeah. demanding job yeah. and I get home and I feel kind of like a wimp for how exhausted I am but I am just wiped out I am as tired if not more tired than he is right. at the end of the day just from the mental fatigue right yeah no the, the the mental fatigue is is absolutely real yeah it's crazy yeah I never I've never experienced anything like it like mm-hmm. I had brain fog before I became a teacher now it's just getting worse <laughs> it's just getting worse yeah you know yeah but well, and then, like, you'll have the, the situation, too, and I know it's really hard when you're raising kids because you have young kids. Mm. Um, mine are grown and out of the house, but I remember <laughs> from when they were younger. By the time you get home, you don't want to answer one more question. And so it's really hard to reserve that yeah. patience for your kids because it's not fair to them, but you're just like, Can just, just don't ask me anything. Just <laughs> You know, and I, I – yeah, exactly, because I've had that same – yeah need yes it's not even a belief anymore it's a need i need to go home mm-hmm. and my kids not sound mm-hmm. like my students right and i can't control that right you know and that's that's the hard part too is because now the temptation is is that i am home i can yell at my kids if i choose to right you know what i mean yeah because they're your kids because they're my kids right and, and so, that's why it's like you have to really yeah that's total control yeah um it, it's just it's a <laughs> You know, you talk about having blinders on when you first start teaching, and you know that it's going to be a cool experience. You mm-hmm. know you're going to struggle. You know it's mm-hmm. going to be hard. You know it's going to be worth it. Right. You have no idea what all of those words actually mean until you live it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> the idea of a dictionary doing it any justice isn't accurate at all. No, no. It's really not. I had such blinders and such high, I don't know, hopes or expectations, mm-hmm. and I just realized I knew nothing. And then this year started, and I went, oh, no. Nothing. <laughs> it can be very humbling. I can't bullshit myself again. Right. I know. You know, I, um, I was actually texting with my mom for a bit last night. So um, I am actually a third generation teacher. My mom was a teacher so and cool. her mom was a teacher. So it is really cool. Yeah. I, I always kind of joke. I feel like it's like in our blood. But um, so I, I, I saw I never saw my grandmother teach. She retired before I was old enough to, um, you know, remember anything. But um, I, I got to see my mom teach a lot. And that was really cool. And so it's, it's really kind of funny. I feel like um, I, I TA'd for her for a year, my senior year of high school. So for like two, the last two to three hours of the day, I was in her classroom with her. And it was pretty funny because it was like one of the worst things you could tell most teenagers. But, you know, I'm like, I am my mother. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I would say something. And I'm like, that was my mother's voice. Where did that come from? Mm-hmm. But um, it's really nice because 
you know, I, my husband is very supportive of what I do and loves and will listen to me bitch all day long, but he doesn't really understand right. what it's like. Whereas like I can talk to my mom and she totally gets it. And you know, she taught for long enough to see lots of different cycles yeah, empathy, in education and she's right. Oh the yeah, exactly. Story, you know? Exactly. And just, you know, being able to be real with her too. Like, I'm like, okay, this is my 16th year of teaching. Like, why do I still sometimes like totally doubt myself and feel like I have no idea what I'm doing? Yes. And she's like, that never really goes away. She wow. goes, I, I think that if you're a good teacher, you always have some doubt of yourself because you want to do your best. You know, you don't know everything. And yeah. you know how important the job is, and you want to be good at it. You know, not for your sake, for you know, the kids. I, I tend, yeah, exactly. And I, and I wear my heart on my sleeve, and I shouldn't. And oh, I, I do too. That's I. This one of my. I've almost given up trying because I, <sighs> I've just decided that's just who I am. <laughs> yeah, and that's probably where yeah. I'm at. Yeah. You know? um, well, because we're like about my... the same age, right? I'm, I'm 44. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm 43. So I think it's just kind of like you yeah. finally get to that point of this is just who I am, I guess. Yeah, and I think I've I think I've hit that these last couple of weeks, you know, finally mm-hmm. and rediscovering it. And that's a whole other thing. Yeah. What I was trying to I was gonna piggyback off of what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, our activity today, we've been reading the Phantom Tollbooth, um, which is a great little story. I love story. that book. <laughs> it's such a great little story. And look, as fate would intervene. Um, I thought I was just buying the novel last year through the school and getting the class set. So all of us, no, I ended up getting the play. Oh, yeah. how cool is that? Yes. In fact, I'll show you a copy if I could get away from the microphone, how but fun. I'll show you on the way out. Um, yeah. So we sit around this table, uh-huh. we hook up these two microphones and we record it and just, I'll play back. I get this one kid, he's uh, playing King of Zaz and he was trying to say, this is ridiculous. Only it came out. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Dickless. You're like, oh my goodness. Let's work and on that. And he got right up on the mic and real loud. And <laughs> He's like eating it, going ridiculous. Yeah. No, it was so good. No, but the kids are liking it. They're having fun. And, I'll and, bet. Um, well, I mean, it's, it's different. It's a different way of doing it, too. It makes it really fun with yeah. the technology. And, and I, I really liked your idea, too, of like putting their artwork as a slideshow, like yeah. while and while we listen to it, yeah, it, yeah I think that's it awesome. Embedded, it'd be a, yeah, it would be really really cool. Yeah, they're having fun. That's cool. Cool. We've been writing. Um, I need to be better about maintaining my standards. Okay? okay, that's that's where that's where my trouble really lies. Is I need to memorize my standards because I know that once I do that, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a more solid foundation for what I'm coming in and doing every day. I know mm-hmm. that I'm teaching them things I'm supposed to be teaching. Right, right. Um, but I also know that my, I don't know if it's structure or method or what it is that I'm trying to say, but I know I'm not that, like, premier teacher who does everything, you know, close to by the book. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So today we were doing, we're, I'm trying to come up with another activity for math and doing a whole... Oh, what's that word? That's a not transcontinental, but a uh, you're you're. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely you're, not a math word. Yeah, you're you're mixing the different. Well, it's, this isn't a math word. This is okay. using all of the subjects together. Oh, 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 yeah, you yeah. Know what I'm talking totally, about. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the word either. <laughs> We're teachers, and it's Friday, people. Um, Integrated, like 
integrated, yes. But we'll use that. That'll yes, work. Yes, that'll yes. work. So multiple, multiple, <laughs> multiple subjects into one lesson. Right. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So with because we're doing Phantom Tollbooth for language arts, right? And now we're doing it for science, uh huh, with, with the microphones and whatnot, right? And now we're going to be getting into the slideshow part. Mm -hmm. which You're is doing some art also, art, mm -hmm. right? Yesterday we did a menu. We well, I had them do a, a, a restaurant. They were going to mm -hmm. open their own restaurant. Mm -hmm. They had to come up with the name for the restaurant, the items that they would sell, a theme. Fun. I gave them a link to Smart and Final so that nice. they could find out how much all of their goods were going to cost and what they okay. would have to charge. Now they're writing a script for a commercial. Oh, that's fantastic. So that they can come in and record it. I love it. And then we can put it embedded inside our Phantom Toll booth. Oh, that's fantastic. So it'll be like so a radio it'll be like commercial. A radio show. That's so cool. Isn't that fun? I love that. I think yeah. it's fun. And that's, see, and that's also um, listening and speaking standards as well. Right. With doing the, the play and the commercials and right. stuff. That's so cool. Yeah. How I'm fun. Really, I'm really kind of excited about it. I like it. that. That's really creative. I just got to get it organized so that it runs smoother. Yeah. That's my biggest That's what's always hard. All the structures and mm -hmm. stuff. It's just so, mm -hmm. I appreciated the classroom management class that we had on Monday. Mm -hmm. Was it Monday or yesterday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. I appreciated it. I don't know how much it's going to help me. Yeah, I think um, something that we were sharing was that we really would have appreciated learning some actual strategies to use yeah. rather than just the theory. Because yeah. I think we can all agree we understand classroom yeah, management is important. We, Show me how it works. Nobody's arguing that. Right. Just give us some tricks that we can use, that's, you know? That's what I've always thought. Right, yeah. Give, give me something I can go in my classroom tomorrow and use like right. that. Those are like my favorite types of trainings because it's like, give me something. That's why I like the, the Kagan structures, even mm -hmm. though sometimes I'm like, okay, I get a little burned out by the end of the day. But I like it because it is stuff that like, oh, yeah, I can totally just do this tomorrow. I can, I can use this. Yeah. Yeah. You can wrap your head around it real, real, real Yeah, quick, real yeah. Quick, and also easy. the way that um, the Kagan presenters teach it, I appreciate too, because like they really have you use the structure so you really understand how it works. Yeah. And then like, I love, we could even just sit there and talk and be like, oh, I could use it for this. Another teacher would be like, oh, I could do it this way. And I love that, you know, collaboration yeah. and getting those ideas. My, my, my problem is, is always, I, I tend to usually have some pretty good ideas or be in crowds where good ideas are thrown around. And then mm -hmm. when I get back in here, mm -hmm. the anxiety is over, is, mm. is overwhelming. Okay. And I lose it. Yeah. I lose everything that I just got excited about. Yeah. I've been going over my notes from the avid summer thing. Yeah. And I just, I remember parts of that just being blown away on how they integrated. Yes. And they were asking, they showed us how you can ask the students questions where they're asking questions about it. And now they're creating questions that you can use for the quiz. And it's already vetted by the yes. students based on what they're learning. Yes. And I was blown away. I was like, oh my gosh. I know. And that's that stuff. Right. And that stuff, I'm like, that's amazing. I'm going to do that. Have I done it yet? Yeah. Not because I don't want to. It's just, you know, you have so it's much so going on hard. and it's hard to work it in. And yeah. And there's a lot of teaching that goes into getting the kids to do that, too. Yeah. So. It's, it's a never-ending thing, man. It That's is. Crazy. It is. Well, what do you think? I'm excited. I think this is fun. I'm excited. I, I like the fact that we didn't really have any dead space. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, we just kind of kept just, going. Yeah. It just goes. Yeah. And that's, I, I grew up a fan of Mark and Brian. Okay. On the radio. Yeah. And I very much respect how Mark Thompson was as a radio host mm -hmm. 
and how professional he was and just how much he's also a basket case funny guy you yeah know? and but i and i so i listen to his podcast with his wife now uh-huh and it's what has struck what strikes me funny he refers to himself as the radio god because he still has thousands of people that have followed him over <laughs> right his, from his, his radio basement. days yeah yeah he's in his little basement with his his superior sound studio to do a free podcast for people right that were fans of his for the last 30 years and they can't you know, he loves being on the radio, too. Yeah. But he doesn't want to go to a job. I can't blame him. So I, I've, that's, I see the enjoyment out of just being able to talk finally. Yeah. You know, and to talk with somebody that like-minded, mm-hmm. even if they're different-minded, mm-hmm. there's still other things that can be learned. I'm excited to bring people in and it just. Yeah, I am, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's talk about guests. Yeah. Let's talk about guests. I feel like Lambert and Clowers are a package deal. I think so, too. I don't think you're going to get one without the other. I don't think so. And I think it would be far more entertaining with both oh, rather than the other. Yeah. Because with, <laughs> with one of them, it's, it's not quite the same. No. You know? It's so weird. They're such a good way. team. They and are. It, yeah. It just works. And it I know does. that it, what was funny last year about me coming into that, like I really felt um, a big part of that. Yeah. You know? And... Uh, the fact that I don't have lunch with them now, the fact that mm-hmm. I don't have the same students, we don't have mm-hmm. that immediate right thing. Yeah. Um, it's uh, teacher loneliness is a real thing. It is a real thing. It is a real it thing. It really is. I mean, and that's another thing that like, I love the TV show teachers and I like, you know, every portrayal I've ever seen of teachers, like in movies, TV or whatever, I'm sitting there thinking, um, can I have their daily schedule? Because they seem to have a lot of free time to be like socializing with each other and all this. Okay. Here's the reality guys. So, um, you know, we, uh, Thomas, you teach fifth grade. I teach a five, six combo. Right. Um, and then our, our other colleagues were talking about teach sixth grade. And, uh, so, at fifth and sixth grade, we're out. We go out to morning recess, but we have to supervise the kids. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of spread out, so we're not really talking. Yep. Uh, we also have to supervise before school starts, yep. So and we're spread out. Um, and then we go to lunch. Well, we have a really small campus, so um, I have lunch with Lambert and Clowers this year, which is awesome. Um, last year, I was kind of on my own. Right. Um, and... Uh, our lunch is technically 40 minutes. <laughs> so yeah. by the time we get the no. kids up to the cafeteria, supervise them a little bit while they're in line so they don't kill each other. Um, and then like... Or the lunch lady doesn't kill them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then um, we get we, we choose to eat in um, Clower's classroom because the staff lounge smells like mildew or must right now. I can't stand uh, it. It's disgusting. Yeah. So we go back there. I mean, that's an easy 10 minutes. Yep. Walking up, you know, going back. Um, you know, so we have like that 30 minute lunch that we can kind of talk a little bit and decompress a little bit, a little bit, but it, it flies by cause yeah. you're also trying to stuff food in your face. Right. And then, um, yeah, that's it. You know, and then, <laughs> <laughs> you know, after school, again, we have supervision duties where we're spread out and everything and we're exhausted. Um, we get a 30 minute prep during the day, which is amazing. Uh, last year was the first time I've ever had that in my career. So it's super exciting, but it's, um, it's, you're, it's only your preps. So, like I'm by myself. Right. 
you know, I don't have prep with other teachers that I right. can plan with or talk to or anything. So really, you're in the classroom with all these kids all day, you and that's you your get. day. That's it. You don't get adult no. interaction, no. <laughs> really, no. at all during the day. And, you know, it's, it's fun. I mean, it's what we chose to do, but it can also be very lonely. I remember last yeah. year, you know, I kind of had a little bit of a disagreement with Lambert, which barely ever happens. Um, but I, I really got down to that. That was the core issue was I was just feeling so lonely. I was like, yeah. I have lunch by myself. I have, re you know, all these things by myself. It sucks. Yeah. It's, it's going to make it. <laughs> yeah. It's going to weigh on you. Yeah. Again, yeah. Nobody can. We wish that we could. We wish we could put up with all that kind of stuff. But it, yeah, we're at human. Some point, they're just you give, you know. Yeah, we're human. Man. And I, I'm yeah. a huge extrovert. And so well, I shouldn't say huge because I am kind of balanced, but. I'm an extrovert. And so it, it can be hard to go long stretches without really having, you know, hanging out when talking, yeah. laughing, whatever with other adults. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I uh, when we do PE, Miss Bridgewater and I have mm -hmm. PE together and she and I have both been sharing kind of the same look lately. Like, how you doing? She goes, surviving. Yeah. And it's, and this is 1030 in the morning. We've only yeah. been here for an hour, two hours. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, we, we can't complain about all of it. No. Because we, we, t we touched on it briefly how we, I think we joked about it a little bit. There's, there's the awesome part where, granted, I'm going to be able to teach some other things during the day. Yeah. That probably aren't completely academic, but. I, I walked with one of my students the other day outside in the quad area here in the grass and the trees, mm -hmm. um, the entire PE block. She was having a rough day. She's adopted or no strike that she's in foster care oh, with her yeah. sister and her sister is about to be taken out, <gasps> but not yeah, her, but not her. It's Whoa. really messed up. It's really, really messed up. I think it's, I, I don't think it's because she's getting placed into their home. I think it's because she's 18. Oh, so she's being exited from the system. Right. How sad. Yeah. And so now my student, everything that's happening around her is, mm -hmm. the perception is, I, I feel like in her brain, her perception just sees everybody as controlling and not letting any, any of us live their lives. And it's, gotcha. You know, and it's really rough. It's yeah. Really hard. Yeah. So... Well, I can't imagine, I mean, in that situation, especially with being a foster child, I mean, talk about feeling powerless. Oh, I mean, yeah. completely. Yeah. There's nowhere you have no outlet. <laughs> right. You, know? you have no say in what's happening in your exactly. life. Yeah. I can't even. Mm. That's rough. Yeah. My heart went out to her. Yeah. So I walked out, I, I walked around campus with her for a good little while. She'd gotten into a, a thing with her PE teacher and. Mm hmm and so instead of letting her walk in and continue to disrupt his class, I held mm -hmm. her back and I went and walked around with her, you know, and mm -hmm. we had a good talk. And we talked about wearing the heart on the sleeve. And I was way too open and honest with her. I said, look, mm -hmm. you got stuff going on in your life right now. Mm -hmm. I've got stuff that's pretty bad in my life going on right mm -hmm. now, too. And that doesn't mean that my stuff is any better or worse than yours. Yep. It just means that both of us were dealing with stuff that have us at our edge. Yeah. And now you and I are clashing. So you and I got to figure out a way. So we're not going to do that to each other. And then we're going to have to figure out a way of how we can cope with the pain that we have. Yeah. And she just kind of looked at me for a second. And I went, yeah, Mel, I'm serious. Yeah. I can't teach you this in class. We're here now. I am still your teacher regardless of whether it's curriculum or not. Right. You know? Yeah. 
and um, she gave me a hug. And That's I got so cool. a, a class dojo text from um, the, the foster mother. Uh-huh. And she, Melanie, had gone home talking about the talk. The talk. Wow. Yeah. So I explained my version of it. Mm-hmm. She, she requested it. Mm-hmm. So there's moments like that, too, studio audience. Yes. That really come in unexpected. You have no idea how they're going to turn out. Yep. And, um, yeah. Well, it's and, a special place to be, man. And we have students all over the map uh, emotionally and mm-hmm. socioeconomically and situationally and everything. We have the homeless and foster kids. We have kids of, you know, parents are in jail. Um, we have kids that live with other people. Grandma. Right. And, but then also we do have some fairly affluent families as well that live where we live out of choice because they have a lot of property. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of animals, things like that. Um, so, you know, it's really kind of all over the place and, uh, you know, just kind of, I think the big thing I always, you know, tell my class and everything too is just that kind of like what you said, like, you know, we all have struggles, Mm -hmm. you know, they may be different from your friends. You may even think like they're not as bad or maybe they're worse, but you know, everybody's dealing with something, right? you know, and to say that one, you're not alone, right? you know, but also I try to just really, it sounds like kind of something that you were getting to also of just you know, can we give each other some grace? Like, I mean, you know, understanding that if someone, you know, maybe snaps at you or looks at you funny or whatever, instead of instantly reacting, taking that second to pause and think, okay. I have a student, I have a student who has just come back from being gone for about a week and a half, two weeks Mm -hmm. on an independent study thing. I don't know if she was sick or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, This, this young lady is not one of the brighter kids in class. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's doesn't have any inclination to do any work. She's okay. not disruptive. Mm-hmm. She's very quiet. So she knows how to slide underneath any kind of radar that there is. And she's probably been doing that for a couple of years. Uh, probably. Um, but now I had that conversation with her. Hey, Marley, now that you're back, I can go ahead and give you some of the homework that you've got and things that you've missed and stuff. And she full on went into absolute tears. Whoa. Absolute tears. My mom's not going to let me have any fun this weekend if I don't finish all my homework. You know? Wow. And I'm like, wow. It sucks being in that position, too, because sometimes when kids react that way, you know, it's hard. You're sitting there going, you're sitting there going, okay, one, is it true? Because, you know, a lot of times the kids will exaggerate, not, not. Um, out of, you know, ill will. It's just their kids, you know? So, like, everything is yeah, a big but deal. But, but so then it's like, really okay, are they exaggerating? The emotion to really draw tear on that? Right, right, yeah. But it's like, okay, are they exaggerating? Or, um, you know, and is this fair? Is this something that right. I can help with or not? Is this just a family issue that I just have to right. let go? Right, exactly. You know, and, and let the kid have the consequences. But... It's tough because there are times you're like, you feel bad for the kid. You know, it's like, oh, it's not fair. That's exactly what I did. You know, I ended up giving her half, not even half of what I was going to stand home. Yeah. But I'm like, dude. Yeah. This is, this should be your fault. We can work on it back on a Friday. What's your problem? (laughs) (laughs) Friday before a three day weekend. Like what? (laughs) Right. Just come back next week. You want me to just hand you like one assignment because you've been gone for a week. Right. It doesn't work that way. It shouldn't have worked that way. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm a pushover too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I get it. But I, you know, um, oh, so with, with our kids being all over, uh, something, I had always told my kids, um, you know, every year anyway, that like, you know, I love you guys or, you know, things like that. 
And because I do care about them and I, I do love them as my students, Absolutely. nothing inappropriate, but right. um, I, I care very much about them. And uh, I saw, let's see, um, I saw a YouTube video of a gentleman. Um, he became a principal of, of a school, I believe in Australia, I think is where it took place. But anyway, super cool. And he like totally turned this school around. Um, maybe he, just he was Australian. Maybe that's what I was like. Here's accent. And I'm like, okay. wait, no, I think it was in the States. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> who knows? He just hides it. Who knows? Right. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, it was very cool. But something that he did as the principal was like on the phone in the morning, you know, he would do over the PA, like the announcements and stuff like that. And at the end he would always say, and if nobody's told you this today, I love, like, I love you. Or like he would use his name, you know, that's and cool. say, loves you, whatever. And I was like, you know, that's so cool. And so. I thought about that. I'm like, yeah, I always tell my kids like, oh, I love you or whatever. But I don't think I ever really took this time to stop and think that some of our kids don't hear I love you right. very often, um, especially from adults mm -hmm. in their lives. And so, um, yeah, every Friday afternoon, I'm always like, Absolutely. all right, you guys have a great weekend. I love you. I'll see you on Monday. And the first time I, I do it of the year, every time they always kind of go, what? You love us. And they look at me all funny and I'm like, yeah, you guys are my students. I care about you. I love you. Yeah. You know, and, and some kids sometimes will be like, you know, I'll say, have a good weekend. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a horrible weekend. I'm like, I'm really sorry to hear that. But you know what? You get to come back here on Monday. Right. You know, because there are those kids that either they don't want to go home or they know it's boring or who knows, whatever their reasons are. Yeah. Um, have different excuses every yeah, day. Right. Exactly. So, and it's really kind of neat because of the beginning, they act all weird. But, you know, by, by this time in the school year, they know it. They expect it. They don't react. They're, right. You know, and they're just like, okay, or sometimes I'll get love you too or have a good weekend too. Or, you know, last Friday, a kid that I honestly kind of have been struggling a little bit with, um, just figuring, figuring each other out personality-wise and um, really struggling. And I felt like we're starting to turn a corner. And I'm like, okay, I think, I think we're, we're figuring each other out. We're finding a way to work together, yeah. you know, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was, we had had a really cool day earlier. Um, I had explained some math to him and it was just like those moments when you explain it and they get it. It's just like the most fulfilling. You're like, yes, it's so fulfilling. Cause I always take that moment. And I'm like, okay, finally. Yes. Yeah, so you're like, I did something. Yeah. <laughs> I accomplished I something. Right. Right. I'm right. looking around the room right. going, wait, how, how do, do I do, do this that? again? But did you ever see Bull Durham when he's finally, he, he's finally listening to, to Kevin Costner and he's on the mound? Yes, 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 finally, yes. He finally strikes a guy. He goes, oh my gosh, that was beautiful. What did I right. do? Right. What did I do? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I feel every yeah. Day. So this kid at the end of Friday, I was like, all right, you know, I love you guys and I'll, you know, see you on Monday or whatever. And he came up and he's like, you love us? And I said, yeah, I love you guys. And he's like, oh, and he gave me a hug. Nice. And it was just like, yeah. all right, cool. You yeah. know? Yeah. It's, um, they're good kids. They are. They are good kids. They are. Know? And um, it's, it's a real treat sometimes to know that on the other side of town, is I'm, I'm hoping that my students, mm -hmm. my kids, my students, mm -hmm. are, are good, well-behaved students. Yeah. I truly hope that. You know yeah. what I mean? I know, granted, if it weren't, we'd be getting phone calls and stuff like that, <laughs> you know? Right. Because um, those are things that I have to make. But I'm, I'm, I'm real grateful. Yeah. I just am. It's an awesome career. It it's, really is. There's nothing. It's, it's there, so there challenging. Is, it's but so good that there are so many... Like, it, it, 
you can't write the stories that we have. No. <laughs> you can't, no, you can't no. come up with that in an idea no. and just no. go, that it happened. Yeah. No. no. The only place that happens is an episode of Seinfeld. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how I feel about the grandma that hit on me at back to school. Now. <laughs> I swear, man. I you got to tell that story next time. It now. You know? I yeah. Just, yeah. That's definitely a story for next time. Yeah. Cause that's an awesome story. That's it's too good. <laughs> it really is, man. It's too good. You <laughs> gilf hunter. <laughs> Guilt it. Yeah. Anyway. Well, we are quickly approaching um, time for book club. Yes, so. we are. Yes, and we I've got to put fuel in my track. So. Awesome. Well, All right. Uh, Miss Glenn, this was awesome. This was awesome, this Mr. Was Warnock. Thank you. This is a great idea. Absolutely. We're going to have some more fun with this. Heck Talk yeah. Talk to you later. Be good humans. <laughs>